Welcome to the People of Packaging podcast, where we introduce people to the world of packaging and the people of packaging to the world. Here are your hosts, Adam Peek and Ted Tate. I'd like to uh, welcome you to another episode of the People of Packaging podcast. Uh, We are on season three. For season three, we tried something new. Uh, We have our first sponsor for the People of Packaging podcast. Our sponsor is Doxalent. Why should you know Doxalent? Well, if you're using document templates, spreadsheets, shared drives, or emails to create specifications and route them for approval, if you've had an incident where uncontrolled specifications were used for a production run that led to material loss, time wasted, and missed deadlines to market, If it's difficult for your company to ensure the same standards are met across different departments, business units, locations, and maintain compliance, you want to get to know Doxalent. Doxalent has a program called Ensure, the spec system. You could create, revise, replicate specs in a controlled environment that prevents human error and ensures the correct version of a spec is being used for production. You can link related documents such as artwork, technical drawings, die lines, etc. to create bills of material, collaborate with suppliers and CMOs on specs from anywhere in the world in a controlled environment, and have automated emails, notification alerts for suppliers and stakeholders when specs and documents become effective. If you would like to support the People of Packaging podcast, We ask that you go to our website, peopleofpackaging.com, and download the free ebook for the Insure Spec System from Doxalent. And I'm happy to be joined by Jose Amado. Jose uh, and I connected a few months back, and I finally convinced him to be on the podcast. So (laughs) welcome, Jose. Thank you, Ted. It's an honor. It really is. Okay. Um, and I'm glad to have you because uh, we've had some some good discussions in the past. So mm-hmm. hopefully uh, we'll be able to translate those into the podcast and you can, uh, you know, share with people uh, a lot about your background and how you got to where you are. So if you don't mind, we can jump right in um, and I'll just ask you as if we just met, even though we didn't, but as if we just <laughs> met. Um you know, you you would introduce yourself at a industry function as. All right. Well, uh, my name's Jose Amato. Uh, I've been with the same company for the uh, past 26 years, um, and uh, I started entry level. I never would have imagined that I would still a be with the same company and be be in the position that I'm in today. I'm currently in sales. I've been doing sales for the past uh, six years, Um, but I started again, entry level position within the company, uh, wrapping pallets in the uh, loading dock, Um, continuously progressively worked my way uh, through the company. Uh, I was very much impressed early on with how much actually went into packaging 
It was something I had never considered before. Um, and I was just amazed with, with all of the details that go, goes into uh, a uh, paperboard folding carton um, for packaging. And um, I wanted to learn more. So uh, thankfully, the uh, company I'm with uh, offered a uh, college reimbursement program. Uh, they allowed you to go back to school, study, um, and uh, they helped you uh, pay for your classes. And uh, with that and, and uh, my, the support of my loving wife, I was able to, uh, <laughs> to, to uh, earn my degree. Um, which uh, brought me into sales uh, six years ago. Um, yeah, it's a team effort, huh? It is a, definitely a team effort. Uh, we have we have seven kids combined, and so that was uh, a lot of work. Let's just wow. say it was a, a lot, a lot of work, but uh, it was worth it. Um, and uh, we're truly blessed to, to to be where we are today. That's awesome. I mean, the, the one thing that stood out, well, one of the things that stood out when we first spoke was that you're with the same company for 26 years. Like you really don't, you know, hear that amongst, uh, you know, professionals of our age range. Yeah. Um, usually if they've been with the company 26 years, they're uh, a bit grayer than us. <laughs> you know? But, uh, but I think that's awesome. And the fact that you had a company that was so supportive for you to go back to school and, and grow within the company. Um, yeah. You know, it's actually a smart thing for a company to do once they have the talent to keep it in-house and let it grow. Um, yeah. But a lot of companies don't, don't really think in that way nowadays. So mm. that, that's an awesome part to your story. Yeah, and uh, and I'll tell you, I don't think I gave the hair a chance to turn gray. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but I know we're of similar age, so yeah, that's why I made that comment. Um, but you, twenty six years—that's that's something else. Um, yeah. When you went back to school, do you mind uh, sharing what your degree is in? Uh, it's in uh, business administration. Okay. Um, I knew that uh, going going back to school um, for business, it was something that I would be able to apply in any field um, that really that I wanted to. I was already a manager um, for the uh, for the warehouse at our company, and uh, I wanted to understand business better, um, and so that was a. a a, a uh, the degree that I pursued so that's a good move that was a good move because yeah. in the end it's all about business so right good move yep yep and, applicable in many ways yeah so within the 26 years you said you started off in the warehouse wrapping pallets yeah. right so you've got exposure to uh shipping packaging um what other positions did you hold within the company? So uh, I, I started again, entry level within the first year that I was with the company, um, I was able to work my way into the manager position for the shipping department. Uh, and I held that position for many, many years. But in that time frame between sales and uh, shipping manager, I also managed the, um, uh, finishing department. 
I also did the uh, scheduler for a while. I was the outsource coordinator for a while. Um, and then eventually back into shipping and, uh, and then went to school and got my degree and then was able to move into sales. And that was a funny story in itself because sales, um, when I first approached my new boss today, um, I was turned down. I would, you know, it was, it was not an option for me. And, um, uh, but, uh, I, I kept pursuing him and he liked that because in reality, that is sales, right? You're not always going to get a yes the first time. And if you do, you're very lucky. Um, but, uh, he, he liked my persistence and how much, how, how many times I followed up with him. And so he gave me an opportunity and, uh, it's, it's my first, uh, sales role. Um, but again, I, I've been blessed to have been, uh, taught and trained by, by some of the veterans that, um, are with the company. You know, I talk about my 26 years, my boss has been with the same company over 30 years. The majority of our employees have been there, um, you know, 10, 20, 30, some 30 years. Uh, and, and also, uh, a lot of our customers, we've had customers, uh, that we've been able to, re, um, retain for many, many years as well. Uh, there's just a, a lot of, um, loyalty, uh, within the, uh, the organization. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Truly feel, uh, blessed with that. Yeah. Okay. And you're, you're located in Massachusetts. Yep, we're in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, um, and uh, F-I-T-C-H. A lot of people get confused with Pittsburgh because it sounds very similar. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, and that's cool. Um, and you as a child, let's say, what, what were your aspirations as a child? Oh, man, that is a great question, Ted. Uh, I don't know that I had any. Um, I... I grew up in the inner city of Chicago. Um, I grew up in a neighborhood that was gang infested. Mm. Um, every, the city of Chicago is built on a grid. Every four corners, um, there's, there's a gang. And um, you really didn't have a lot of opportunity, I didn't anyway, to, to go beyond um, the neighborhood without getting harassed or, um, you know, seeing things that I wish I didn't see. Right. Um, and, and, uh, it was, it was very difficult for me. So, um, by, by the time I was 16, I, I had this vision in my head that I was either going to, um, be in jail or, or be dead. Um, you know, and, um, fortunately I had a cousin who lived out here in Massachusetts, um, brought me out for a summer. I was only supposed to be here for one summer to work a summer job, earn enough money and be able to go back to Chicago and buy a car. And, um, when I, uh, when I came out here, um, the, the kindness of a complete stranger changed my entire life. Wow. Um, he simply, he's, he's simply walking in the opposite direction from me. And he says, hi, how are you? And growing up in Chicago, when, you know, I, I grew up with blinders. I, I, I didn't make eye contact with anyone. Um, I was shocked. And, and I'll be honest with you. I, I took a step back and, and 
put my fist in it, like, you know, and whoa, whoa, whoa. And he extends his hand out and he says, I just want to say, how you doing? And it just, it blew my mind away, blew me away. Um, and, and the first, I, I, I truly feel that the first sale I ever made was that night when I went home and I called my mom and somehow convinced her to leave one of her six children in Massachusetts with his cousin and not come back home. All of my siblings, all of my family, everyone's out in Chicago. I'm the only one who's out here. And, um, you know, I, again, had no idea what I wanted to do or where I wanted to be. I honestly probably never even had the epiphany until um, about seven years ago when, when I was going to school and realized that sales was a great opportunity for me. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, we all have these events in our lives that kind of guide us to where we are today. And, um, you know, it's a good thing you didn't punch the guy in the face because yeah, very good thing. <laughs> a very different experience. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because it, whenever I share that story with somebody who was born and raised in Fitchburg, they look at me with a look of surprise and they're like, I right. said, what? They said, you found the one nice person in Fitchburg. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not true, by the way. There's plenty, plenty of nice people in Fitchburg. <laughs> in, in in general, people are nice, but you you also still need to have that bit of a buffer because uh, there are people that aren't nice that seem nice, you know. Mm. So you know, I had a not as much as a gang infested area, but I had a similar upbringing in the Bronx mm. and moving to New Jersey as a teenager. Yeah opened my eyes a little bit to to how people everybody's not out to get you um yeah. some people still are it might not seem like it but yeah uh and i think it made me a little bit of a nicer person um chicago mm. house music oh yeah <laughs> okay. lots of house music oh yeah okay house music yep I, was, uh, I grew up, uh, you know, in the Bronx, so it's hip hop first for me. But moving to New Jersey, yeah, house music is heavy. So Chicago and New Jersey uh, are, are two of the house music capitals. So yeah, were you a big dancer? I was. I was a break dancer, believe it or not. Okay, me yeah. too. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and it's funny because you know I tell that story to my kids, and they they. They say, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to prove it to my kids. I couldn't prove it. <laughs> yeah, well, trust me, I felt it for like a week, but I had to prove a little bit. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. So if you were to meet your younger self at 16, mm. what kind of advice would you have given the young Jose? Oh, man. Career-wise, well, let's narrow it down to career-wise. No, no, that, it, it's it, it, it's a great question. Um, look beyond your circumstances. Mm -hmm. You That's know, great advice. I would, I would absolutely, you know, if I if 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 I could go back and 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 give advice to the younger me, I would say look beyond your circumstances. Um, I feel that sometimes people get trapped mm -hmm. in in their current situations and they just can't see life beyond it 
Right. You know, and and it's the same is true for for life, for your career, for uh, relationships. I mean, anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's 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 a good bit of advice. Um, when you look at the statistics of, you know, most people grow up and and die within a certain radius. They don't move beyond that. Mm. Um, and, and that could be fine, you know, but when, yeah. when you don't experience opportunities within that radius, you've got to be brave enough to take that step out. So mm-hmm. 16 year old Jose was, uh, was pretty wise, mm. pretty wise. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so six years in sales, um, your company, uh, you don't have to share the name if you don't want to, but your company uh, does what in packaging? So, uh, well, the company name is Botwell Owens. Uh, actually, we're going through a uh, recent name change to Botwell Packaging. It's a same, still the same company. We're just uh, changing the name a bit. But uh, we do um, printed paperboard packaging. We do um, folding cartons for retail, for uh, pharma, uh, medical device. Um, really many different industries, automotive, um, oral care, you name it. Um, but, um, we also do, um, blister card packaging as well. And we have a digital printing press as well as a high con, uh, laser cutter, which allows us to do small volume print runs, um, that are, uh, production quality pieces. And so... The, the, the question is sometimes asked, you know, what are your minimums? And we can probably say today our minimum is one. Wow. Um, no one ever buys one, but we can do right. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you get a lot of uh, requests for um, unique coding with the digital printing or... We have, we, we've, we've, we've had, um, you know, different, uh, different coatings. We, your, your, your spot UVs, your, um, uh, aqueous, um, your, your mats, um, soft touch coatings. Um, oh. it all depends on, on how we set up the press, but yeah, we do have a coating unit that's also connected to the HP. And so all, everything is all streamlined. Okay. So my New York accent just uh, messed up that question for you. I meant coding with a D um, with using ah. a printer. <laughs> the New York came out and all right. So but let's let's try that again. Um, do you get requests for original and unique coding uh, using digital printing? Like what what are the current trends you're seeing um, in your space? So I, I personally haven't seen too much of it, but I can tell you that the press is equipped to do um, 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 coding. It's, it's equipped to do um, variable data. Um, and uh, not, only, not only can you do variable data printing on, on the press, but you can also do variable data cutting on the laser cutter as well, mm. because again, it's, it's both digital um, it's digital is the same as the, uh, as the HP press. And so it allows us to, uh, customize packaging, uh, specifically for really any event, any, um, group, any, anything that, uh, the customer wants. 
Wow. And I'm sure that cuts down on lead times as well, being digital. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, because the lead times on digital are down to about two to three weeks. Okay. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Um, what are the current industry trends that you're uh, noticing in your, in your space? Hmm. I mean, I, I do see a lot more companies using the digital platform uh, to launch their, their, um, their products and launch their companies. There's a lot of startup companies that um, are afraid of getting into too much inventories with other print minimums. And so um, having, having the, the flexibility of both digital and offset allows us to help uh, new companies start and when they grow, be able to transition that into the world of offset and, and do the higher volumes. And so we've, we've, seen, we've seen a few customers like that um, use that and even existing uh, customers who just have a new uh, item they, that they wanna launch. Um, again, they're able to use the digital platform for that. Um, we also have other, other companies who um, have had a massive amount of inventory just because that's what they've always done. And they actually use the digital now to reduce or eliminate that excess inventory. So every year, rather than um, writing it off or, or dumping the inventory, they're able to now just order exactly what they want when they want. Okay. Yep. That makes more business sense than the carrying cost of holding inventory. So, mm -hmm. oh, that's good. Um, where do you see things going? I mean, we're, you know, I, I, I would love to say post COVID, but we're not over it yet. Um, yeah. where do you see things changing and, and, and progressing, uh, now that, you know, we're, we're in a new kind of world? Well, that's a, that's a great question. Um, cause you're right. I don't know when post COVID is going to be, mm -hmm. um, but, uh, I think that the companies that have survived this long are the ones who have learned to adapt. They've learned to make changes and grow. Um, we've been in business since 1887. Wow. We've had to learn a lot right. <laughs> since 1887, wow. you know, um, but but those are the companies that are going to, I think, fare well. They're going, they're going to make changes to um, how they order their, their packaging. They're gonna make changes to um, how they manufacture their products. Um, they, they're going to listen to the, the consumer uh, because the consumer's changing. Mm -hmm. you, know? uh, you have less and less people going out to the stores and buying in, buying in retail. Um, and so you have to be able to learn and adapt to the environment around you. And um, if, if, if you can do that, I think that you will do well. Okay, that's a great answer. Um, one of the, the, the trends, uh, if you wanna call it a trend, I think it's a new reality um, is sustainability. Mm -hmm. um, has that impacted your business heavily? So I'll, 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 I'll preface this with no, 
<laughs> and, I, and I'll tell you why. Um, so Botwell has actually um, been very conscious of, of the environment and the earth for, for many, many years. Way before green was the, the cool thing to do, mm -hmm. Botwell was already doing that. We have, um, we have switched over to 100% uh, wind power energy. We've done that for many, many years. Um, we have a full recycling program within the company um, where very little actually goes into the trash bins. Most of it gets recycled uh, into recycling containers. Um, we have, we have um, uh, paperboard that is sourced strictly through um, forest initiative companies. So uh, responsible um, uh, companies for forestry um, and uh, all of our, our inks and, uh, and coatings, our inks are vegetable-based, our um, coatings are water-based. Uh, we do carry the uh, UV coating as well, you know, but uh, what we specifically focus on are the water-based, but we do have some customers who want, um, you know, the, uh, the other types of coatings. But really just about every sense of uh, renewable energy and being responsible um, and having a very low carbon footprint. Uh, Botwell Owens has been doing that for many years. Wow, it's very interesting. So it's, it's, it's within your, your company's brand DNA, basically, yeah. just to be responsible. So that's great. Um, where do you see the future of packaging going? Where do I see the future of packaging? Without giving away any trade secrets. Without giving, away, without giving away any trade secrets. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, but I, th I think we're going to see a lot more, um, um, you know, e-marketing, e, uh, e a lot more um, uh, packaging that, that has to be able to um, withstand shipping and handling um, in, in that sense. Because, again, the, the, the world is changing. Mm -hmm. um, like I said earlier, more people are, are not going to the retail stores, they're buying things online. And so packaging has to be able to um, not only protect the product itself, but still also tell the story and also uh, make it from, uh, from point A to point B uh, in a very good and stable condition so that you can give the consumer an experience. And we're seeing that a lot, a lot of different packaging companies are starting to um, re recognize that and do that. Um, I, I see, um, I see it all the time. My wife will order something online and, and she gets amazed at, you know, look at this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. We get, we get the Amazon packages uh, pretty frequently here too. Yeah. Um, my wife's just, interested in the product she she doesn't care about the packaging oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's great so if people wanted to get in touch with you what would be the best method i think the best method is uh linkedin for sure uh yeah. linkedin is is great i've also got my uh, my uh, cell phone number on there so if anybody wanted to um, reach out and call me or have any questions, um, they could, they could do that as well. Okay. Well, that's great. Um, one final thing before uh, I let you go is, uh, there was a, a recent, um, independent movie 
released on Vimeo and it's coming to Amazon Prime called Lit, L-I-T. And it's, uh, it's a movie about the dance culture in New Jersey. Yeah. Huh. So uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'll, uh, I'll find the link for you and send it to you. Awesome. Look forward to that. It'd be entertaining. Absolutely. Are you in it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the moves anymore. But uh, yeah, those are some fun times, definitely. Absolutely. Okay, Jose, well, thank you for uh, taking some time for us. Um, and, you know, definitely look forward to keeping in touch. And Absolutely. You, you and your family stay safe. You as well, Ted. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Once again, I'd like to thank our guest, Jose Amato. Jose dropped a few gems on us in regards to life and in regards to a career in packaging. He showed that uh, the first gem was definitely think beyond your circumstance. So that way you pursue things outside of your, the limits of your environment. I think that was a huge gem just in life. Also, persistence. He showed, you know, being persistent in what you want to pursue for a career, as well as being curious, which uh, we spoke about in previous episodes. So thank you, Jose, for those gems. And don't forget, log on to our website, peopleofpackaging.com and download the free ebook for Doxalent Spec System Insure. Thank you. <laughs>